I'm here on day one of World of Learning 2018 with Mel Lapine, speaker, uh, group head of L&D, domestic and general. Tell me a little bit about your upcoming talk. So I'm, I'm talking about L&D as change makers. So essentially, um, there has been such a significant shift in the world um, in terms of change as a whole. So what's happening in the world? What context are we working within? And what does that mean for the people in the organisation? So thinking about the leaders as well as thinking about L&D and how that changes. So I'm talking a bit about that to set some context and then thinking about how can we in L&D actually be the actual change makers? So we're moving from kind of reactive order takers which is what training has been for quite a long time thinking about how the connections that we've got across the organization really help to influence and, and to create some result across the business I think just a couple of days ago I posted a picture on TJ's Instagram uh, which was a quote that said change before you need to and I think uh, from Jack Welsh the, the old head of uh, CEO of GE and I think that's quite interesting because a lot of businesses probably don't do anything until they absolutely have to exactly. and this is I guess maybe what, part of what you're saying. Absolutely so yeah so I'm thinking about um, particularly when we think about our leaders you know you think about the fact that the jobs that we're going to be in 2025 don't even exist today so how is it that we can start to think about the capability of the organization and the direction we'll be headed we don't even know what we're going to be doing really so there's certainly some of that and there's a bit around the strategy of the business that says long-term plans used to be five ten years well we're lucky if a long-term plan can be three years today because we just don't know what's coming around the corner so you're right it's how are we preparing ourselves, what's our readiness level for what's coming when we don't even know what's coming. So yeah, that's exactly what it's about. I also think though that maybe people underestimate themselves a bit because a lot you, you hear a lot of people say, oh I don't like change, but really as humans we're the most adaptable creatures on the planet or some of the most adaptable creatures on the planet. So how do you think you change people's mindsets to realise that change isn't that daunting, possibly. Yeah. Or am I underplaying it a little bit? What do you think? Well, I don't think you're underplaying it. I think it's. I, I think there are some people who have fairly fixed mindsets, and I think that's a much more difficult transition to make when you're very focused on setting your ways. But I think, and, and I think that is some of what I'm talking about, which is how can we recruit or provide the skills for people to help them be more agile in their nature, to be more resilient in their nature so actually because we know this change is constant and we know it's coming we are able to adapt and change to it we just need to think about the mindset that we've got and how we can change our mindset to, to help us kind of maneuver through those changes I guess. I mean a lot of people have previously said and it has been the, the mantra of how to implement these things previously perhaps this has changed but do you think that if it doesn't come from the top it doesn't work or do you think you can influence from the bottom or do you think it has to be like a all, all levels of the organisation at once type thing? Yeah, I, I think the latter. So I think it needs to be everybody is engaged and I think we need to understand that it, true cultural shift isn't just a wave of a wand or a flick of a switch. It's a journey, I hate that word, but it's a journey that takes time. And so, so it can't just come from the top because otherwise people are being done to. And so, you know, people don't want to be told what they've got to do. It can't just come from the bottom because our leaders and exec have got to be bought into whatever it is that they want. It's got to align to their vision for the company. So it kind of has to be a bit of groundswell that says everybody is understanding. And almost some of what, what I'm talking about is linking and labeling. So actually, 
how do we help to just almost subtly drop it into everything that we're doing, the culture that we're trying to drive, rather than having a big program that says, ta-da, this is who we are now, and, uh, and you know, everyone's got to be this person. Actually, it's, it's almost that gentle groundswell that helps us shift and move things. That might be what puts people off sometimes, perhaps, that it becomes this big, right. this big deal, right. you know, whereas maybe it is about gradual um, sort of nudge theory almost. Um, so, so one last question, what are the uh, businesses that you look to that are great examples of doing, of, of, of companies that do change well and, and people that can, uh, you know, businesses that people can look at for good examples of that? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good question and I think, um, you know, some of, some of the reality is I think we beat ourselves up a lot so we all go, we're not doing this very well and I think the reality is everybody is learning so because of the pace of change actually I don't know that there are any one company out there or is any one company out there who's doing it brilliantly I think where I see some some you know brilliance are the companies who naturally are changing because of the context of their organization so you think about the Apples the Googles the Amazons those companies are having to be flexible and adaptable themselves and you find that their culture is typically that way naturally because that is the ethos within the company so I think those guys are are very good at it but then I also think there's so one of the companies that I'm, I'm fascinated by and I don't know if they're good or not but actually what I'm fascinated by is that so Philip Morris traditionally this tobacco company so they're founded on smoking essentially and in today's world that's not very cool is it so we're all about health and well-being and, and living well so they've changed their complete ethos or are changing their complete ethos about being a healthy living company and they're aiming to be smokeless by 2020 from a company that have founded themselves on being this tobacco company and so I think we could learn something from a company like that that actually are brave enough to take a huge step into the unknown in order to continue to be successful. Well Mel thanks very much for your time and hope the talk goes well. Thank you very much.